It's Friday afternoon. It's Legally Speaking on Radio X with our friends at Cartridges Law on Cowick Street. Chris Tagg is with me in the studio taking your legal questions. The first question is coming from Anne-Marie in Sidmouth. She says, we're in the process of exchanging contracts to buy a house. I've had a call back from the bank explaining that they've calculated our new mortgage wrong. Is it possible to sue them for this error? And am I in a position to get them to pay the extra costs that we've incurred, which is caused by their wrongdoing? Oh, afternoon, Anne-Marie. That doesn't sound very good at all. Um, it depends where we're... It depends where we are. Um... If it's a formal mortgage offer, then there'll be various terms and conditions on that because that's the whole point of a mortgage offer. It's uh, it's valid for six months or however long it says on there and you're entitled to rely on it. Um, what you need to find out is why they've got it wrong because uh, perhaps if they've got it wrong because of something you've said to them, uh, then they're, they're going to have a better position than otherwise. Uh, take it up first with the lender. Uh, if you are claiming for money that's been incurred as a result of it, you're going to have to demonstrate that. So you're going to need something from your solicitor or whoever it is saying that because of this, we've wasted X amount of costs. See what they have to say about that. If you're really stuck, it's the financial ombudsman. Um, but in the meantime, talk to your building society and see what you can do to make this Make this go away as quickly as possible so you can get on with your purchase. Yeah, tricky one when you're in the middle of moving house. Hope that helps there, Anne-Marie. This is Radio X. This is something I dread, Chris, is buying a new car. Uh, we've had a question in from John in Alfington who says he recently bought a, a new car from a dealership in Marsh Barton. 15 minutes after paying and driving off the forecourt, the car went wrong. Has he now got to pay or should they? Okay, well, I suppose it depends a little bit on what it is, but uh, went wrong suggests it did it on its own rather than being driven into something. So, uh, yeah, 15 minutes. Your car is supposed to be uh, of satisfactory quality, fit for purpose, all those things under the Consumer Rights Act. Um, 15 minutes is not a problem. You should take it back. They should sort it out. Um, If you want uh, a different car, they might be entitled to argue about it, but uh, certainly they should put the fault right and give it back to you. If the fault is uh, the engine blew up or something, maybe that's enough to get you a new car. Obviously, the further you get from the forecourt, as it gets past 30 days, as it gets past uh, three, four months, then things get more difficult. But you're still entitled to a car that works, uh, and certainly they're supposed to last a good six months and definitely uh, last the hour out. I think Mm -hmm. you can insist on that. So, yeah, yeah, take it back to them. Good luck with that one, John. Made in Devon, Radio X. Now, an interesting one, this, Chris. Uh, Dearly speaking, I found out that my 16-year-old son is using betting apps. The phone contract is actually in our name, but he pays us for it. How do we go about stopping this, and could we face prosecution? Okay. well, ordinarily, um, the rule, uh, the law in this country is that you've got to be 18 uh, to take part in. Most kinds of gambling, uh, online gambling in particular, uh, I think the answer is this, he's, he's 16 but not 18, it's him that's, um, that's uh, committing the criminal act, which isn't, which isn't great. Um, I think if, if this is something that you control, you know, it's your phone, you've got to take hold of this and you've got to, you've got to do what you can to stop this happening um, because uh, it's not going to end well, is it? <laughs> lots, lots of information online um, about uh, stopping youngsters from uh, gambling and, and dealing with this and then also lots of charities, Gamble Aware, people like that. Uh, lots of uh, information. Uh, maybe maybe it's not such a big problem. Maybe you can just block access to those sites and things. That's assuming you've got greater IT skills than your 16-year-old. But um, I, I would think about uh, provision of the phone 
first uh, because it's a criminal offence. You can't go around doing that. And it's a difficult one when the phone contract is in the, the parent's name because you can't get a phone contract here 18, I think I'm right. Well, that possibly makes it a lot easier, doesn't it? I don't know. <laughs> Depends how much you want to fall out with your son. Well, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for that one. Still to come, we are going to be talking about the rules of applying for new jobs when you're on sick leave. And we'll also be talking broadband contracts. Yes. Is Radio X. Now, an interesting one. This is all about work, Chris. So we've had an email from someone in Axminster who is currently off sick from work as a bus driver. He's applied for a new job, was interviewed and got offered the job, which he's accepted. It starts in a month's time and he asks if he's doing anything wrong by being on sick from one workplace when he's due to start at another one in a month. He goes on to say that he will hand in the notice that's required by his contract. Right, well, I I don't think so. I don't think there's anything in the rules that uh, that stops you doing that. What your what your sick status means is that you're not able to do your job. Whatever else you might be able to do uh, is by the by, and if that includes finding other work, I don't see there's any reason why you shouldn't. Uh, the only thing I'd be cautious of though is that potentially you could be you could be going to your new job while you're still signed off. So you could be starting a new job uh, while you're ill. Uh, you could be getting into a probation uh, period while you are not fit. Um, but I don't know. You you must know about that. You've thought about that. So uh, I don't think there's any reason in the rules why you can't do that. No. Lots to consider. Lots of questions in for this week. If you want to put a question to Chris on next week's show, studio at radiox.co.uk. Keep those questions coming in. <laughs> The last question we can fit in this afternoon, Chris, um, is one about broadband. I'm sure this has happened to a lot of people. Uh, Alan in Crediton says, I took out a 12-month broadband contract which started early this year. We're moving soon and the provider don't cover the area where we're going. I'm worried they're going to make me pay to cancel. However, I noticed they sent me the contract signed via email and I never did it. As I haven't signed the contract yet, will they be able to charge me for cancelling when it's them who don't cover the area I'm going to? Okay. well, um, they... uh the fact that it's not signed, I think, makes no difference one way or another. These uh, contracts are accepted by uh, by using the service or by some other means. If you think about online services, when's the last time you actually signed for something? So that's, that's a no-go. However... You can talk to them and you can say, we are moving and uh, you can't provide this service anymore. What do you propose to do about it? Um, And there might be something that can be done then. Um, I know uh, you say they don't cover the area, but they they might be able to uh, put you in touch with one of their subsidiaries that do. Or, you know, this happens all the time. People move. People don't live in the same house forever. Yeah, there might be a small charge to uh, to get out, but I think if they think what you're going to do is pay for the rest of the 12 months, they've got another thing coming, um, I, I would talk to them about it and see what you can do. Because ultimately, one day, they might cover that area, or ultimately, you might want them for another service, and, and they don't want you to go away as a disgruntled customer. Yeah, so you don't want to burn any bridges, it sounds like, Alan. Chris, thank you very much for your time this afternoon. If you've got a question you would like to put to Chris, he'll be back next week. Email studio at radiox.co.uk and get your questions in ready for next Friday's Legally Speaking. Mm.